0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual Halloween Screamathon. It is the beginnings of Allentown presents. Now I'm all fucked up, but I know. I'm uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, this is where we started. We just review 31 of hopefully the coolest scary movies that we find. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but um, but we here. This is the third annual, so we have cultivated. 31, I think there's some of the best movies. A lot of newer things, like the movie we did today, but newer stuff. Uh, so, I am your host, and this is episode six. Hey, and i not have to splice it in. They're actually doing it in, in order this time. And I am joined today by Katie and our really good friend, Regina. What up? So, we sat down and we watched A Quiet Place Part Two. Why part two, Otis? Because we actually reviewed the first one last year. It was episode ninety-eight. So, uh, yeah, so I watched. We watched it with the boys these spooky abilities, but we finally sat down because Regina's uh, been wanting to get on an episode for the scary things. She's not. Well, you say you're not the
1: biggest. Guess, yeah, like super into it. I think I've gotten more into scary things over the last few years. Because it's become more prevalent, yeah. you know? Yeah, there's a lot uh, more cooler things out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i picked up some good stuff. Yeah,
0: but uh, I thought, well, Katie, too, like, we thought this was probably be the one of the cooler, like, franchises. Hopefully they make more of these. We got two. They
2: left it open for a third oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it really looks like
1: it.
0: A pretty solid one in.
2: Yeah, there's got to be a save the world. Yeah. like episode. <laughs> or yeah, they,
0: they save the house or they save the family, and they save bigger places. Spoilers, but um, I always think that sci-fi is always a really good gateway horror way to get in because there's a lot of really cool sci-fi movies that have scary spots in it, like like Alien. I don't know if you've ever seen Alien with Sigourney Weaver. She's amazing. I have a big crush on her. But that movie, you could say it's sci-fi, horror, and some action because it shoots a lot of things. But it's still scary. Things jump out. But there's tons of sci-fi movies that I absolutely love that aren't that terrifying. But then it will still make you jumpy. like, oh, that was pretty creepy. Yeah, So gotcha. But yeah, sci-fi is always the best angle. So A Quiet Place is probably one of the coolest movies we saw last year. Um... This movie, I don't know the percentage in the first one, but at least at least half the movie was just silent in sign language. Which I thought was absolutely amazing because there's tons of directors that work with sound and stuff. Uh usually a lot of directors will add in like weird background just like tones that make you feel wrong. I know in the original Resident Evil movie, they did that with a lot of tones that make it just feel wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Hitchcock was all about silence and then scary loud
1: right
0: and so that's why a lot of people took that from hitchcock so it was really cool to see a movie where it was like the family knows what's up and they're like no we're just doing sign language when they're playing these games and so when something did make noise everybody was bothered and like worried about it so i thought that was absolutely amazing so it's
1: interesting too because like there's a deaf character, right? Yeah. So, like, her silence is different from everybody else's silence, which I also think is cool, um, just in terms of how they, like, mix that together in the movie. You know, whenever you're focused on her, it's, like, silent, silent, you know? Um, And I thought that was a really cool aspect, you know, of the sound design. Yeah.
2: I feel like they definitely did a better job at that
1: in the first movie than they did in the second
2: movie. And I don't know if that was because her... Uh, implant was supposedly working, and she was kind of hearing what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the first movie, they cut out all of the sound; like it was just dead air. And then in the second movie, you were still hearing the the wind and the the rustling of the leaves and things when she when it was focused on her, which I thought was a little weird. Actually, I was yeah. shocked that they didn't cut it all the way out. I don't know; there wasn't really an ex- they never explained why, but. It, it was good.
0: Yeah. But in this one, there's spots where it's just straight quiet. And I thought that was really cool. Like, the one movie I could think, and it was, like, made for jokes, but it was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6. The silly one. The real silly one. And the one kid, Carlos, he had a hearing hearing aid. And then Freddy takes it away from him. and So he's, like, sneaking around trying to be quiet and moving around. And Freddy's just right behind him, just, like, moving with him. Because he can't hear him right. and he's hitting stuff and making all these noises right behind him but he can't oh, hear man. it and i thought it was really cool but all you he could hear is his heartbeat and his breathing and that's what they added to it that's the only sounds you could hear and i thought that was really cool because he trips on something and his heartbeat just starts getting faster well
2: that was very prevalent in this entire both series or b- this whole series both films the background music added in heartbeats Mm -hmm. for each character. So as you're seeing it from the mom's point of view or the kid's point of view or whatever the situation is, the more scared they are or if they're running or whatever, the heartbeat in the background like gets faster. And and it doesn't necessarily, yeah. yeah, it doesn't necessarily ever get louder because it's meant to be a quiet movie or the point is to stay quiet, but it's really fucking cool how they do that with the heartbeat throughout
0: yeah, sound production—it's—it's it's fun, <laughs> if you get it right, for sure. So, um, like I was, so this was everybody's first time watching it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I like sci-fi, so stuff like that—that's—that's that's automatic, like make me smile kind of situation. What do you think, Katie?
2: I liked it a lot. It was. I would say not as good as the first movie. I think sometimes that's um, the
0: sad part about sequels. I think you have to f- change it. I up. think
2: the first movie laid the groundwork really, really well and immersed you in, had you feeling all the feelings for this family and like every situation that they were going through. You were like, "Fuck, that sucks," and they were handling it very, very well, always keeping the idea of staying quiet. Um, in the back of their minds. Yeah. Taking every precaution they could to stay quiet. Mm-hmm. In this movie, I feel like they were just... They had gone through so much in the first film that they were so exhausted that they just didn't give a fuck and stopped caring so much about sound production and then just started making dumb mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was good. The film was good. Um, it just, like... It wasn't quite, like... The first one was 100%, and the second one was like 95%, just because they they were fucking up all over the place.
1: Yeah. There were, <laughs> the
2: family was making weird choices. There were multiple times sure
0: were. where we all were like, come on. Like, uh, But usually in yeah. horror movies, that's I always say that there's you got to have some dumb people to get the story moving. That's the only way the story's going to continue. Not everybody can be just like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> to just stay inside. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have a movie. they got to have some dumb person be like, we can fix this, we can do it. And like, that sounds kind of dumb. So, Regina, what'd you think about it?
1: Uh, I enjoyed it. It was definitely, you know, when those scary moments happen. Like, I'm a talker <laughs> through. I'm like, no, no, you can't do that, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, like... Um, so there were quite a few of those moments where it's just like, oh, man. Like, no, no. <laughs> so that was... That was a lot for me, Um, but I still really enjoyed the story of it all, and like I said, like, the sound design for it, the choices that were made, um, you know, just in terms of sound quality. Um, Some of the characters, like Katie was talking about earlier, I'm (laughs) like, why, like, why would you, why would you tempt fate, you know, like, you know something crazy is gonna happen, like, um, but, you know, as you said, like the story's got to move along somehow. Um, yeah. and I, I didn't expect them to run into so many people when, yeah. uh, you know, they get to that safe haven or whatever. Um, and then have it be all jacked up, you know, yeah. <laughs> after they get there, it's like this immediate, you know, yeah um, change for these people who, you know, haven't had to deal with... um. The issue of yeah, these the, monsters, the for rough home, they, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like they had it
0: nice there. Right, right. And apart. so
1: it's like, uh, just it's inevitable. Yeah. You know? It's like, how do you really get away from these things? So <laughs> I am I am curious to see what they do next.
0: Yeah with I'm it. Very, very excited about this. John Krasinski. Good stuff. So he wrote and directed this, and what I read was he didn't really want to be that involved with it. He's like, I did the first one. You guys got this. Just continue the story. Mm. And they're like, Well, can you come up and just like advise a little bit of stuff? And then they like, they kept giving him like jobs to do, and then they quietly just had him in charge again. He's like, <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! I didn't want to do this. So, and his wife too. She didn't really. She wasn't that pumped for a sequel because, like any actor or actress, they're like, Man, sequels can fall apart. I don't want to be part of a shitty one. And then. The, the scene at the beginning the the, the bus scene when she was mm-hmm. driving and stuff she, she like read that and she's like okay that's pretty cool <laughs> she's like I'll, I'll get in on this so um, yeah they they kind of tricked John to get back into this but <laughs> hey it I spoilers financially did great so I don't think yeah. he's that upset so, that's so <laughs>
1: um, I so, do also enjoy that they gave us a little bit of backstory yes. as to like how that all started you yeah.
0: know some of my favorite movies horror sci-fi thriller ain't just about anything it's the ones that just start stuff like like john wick Mm -hmm. it's like we get thrown into the story with john wick and people are like they know who he is and know what he can do but we don't know and i'm like but well what can he do why are you all so scared of him and he starts doing things like oh oh that's why okay and then they just keep bringing up things from the past i'm like but we don't know it yet but then you you watch another one he's like oh oh you're a bad person okay Oh damn, you're really good at this. So, um, I enjoy that. Like I said, with sequels, it can go good or bad. But they, the things they added were really cool. It makes me mad because I'm like, damn it, I want, I want more, I want more. But I think
2: yeah, I immediately wanted a third film. People, as soon as that was done, I was like, okay, now I need more.
0: I will say, moviegoers, we we've gotten a little spoiled with how movies do. Sometimes they'll like give it, give it you hundred percent of everything, and then you know, the next movie or show or something connected to it. Marvel has got us kind of spoiled because a movie comes out, then a show comes out and it talks about that movie. Like, yes, it's more, more story. Right. And it just keeps going. And then the next movie comes out and it's like, oh, Regina's in that one too. What? And it's like, it's one giant big blob of story. And yeah. then We get movies that like this. That train like, constantly
1: yeah. rolling, yeah. We
0: get movies like this. Like, fuck, man, come on. Where, where's, where's the next thing? I don't know, maybe like seven years. Fuck. <laughs> you know, we have to sit and be sad. So... Um, so we'll get through the story real quick, because this movie moves. It was like, what, an hour and a half?
2: Yeah. yeah, it was quick. It was
0: pretty quick, so we'll get through it. It's a pretty simple story, um, which was good. It had to be that sweet. It had to be that complicated. So this movie starts out with a flashback. Uh, if you know me, I'm really not the biggest fan of prequels and stuff, but flashbacks are kind of cool, because you can just do wild shit and then be like, well, you know, they aren't going to die. But all these new people, they're gonna <laughs> die. So the Abbott yes. family, they go to a baseball game and we meet back up with Lee John Krasinski. He is so damn cool. And anytime he's on screen, it makes me smile because he was a cool, sweet ass dad. And so he uh picks up some what? Oranges?
2: Oranges. For the baseball game. He's in charge of snacks. And yeah. he waited oh, to the last dad. minute. <laughs> he's For sure. He's the snack dad this game and he fucked up. <laughs> he <laughs> He was so
1: lazy too.
2: I mean, he got, so he waited to the last minute, of course, and he bought hella, like, a big-ass sack of oranges that he was going to cut up on the benches at the game, um, and then he bought a fucking gallon of water and some cups <laughs> he could give these kids a little cup of water.
0: Not even lukewarm oh, water. Oh,
2: man. Not even, like, here's some Capri Suns or, like, juice box. No nah, nah. time
0: for that. That's, <laughs> too much, that's here's, too much.
2: Some, here's one gallon of water that this entire Little League team is about to share. <laughs> right. And so, at
0: the store, the, uh, I don't know, the store...
2: Proprietor. That's
0: the fancy word I was trying to think <laughs> of. He's watching the news. So, in Shanghai, uh, something happened, and there's tons of just dead bodies. And it's so like he, an
2: explosion. Yeah, he
0: says, like, some bomb, I guess. Like, no one knows, but it's like something happened. Something went crazy in Shanghai. So, he's watching the news. Lee gets to the game, and his son, Marcus, is up at bat, and he's he's got a, what, a ball and a strike. And he's going for the next uh, you know, swing, and he looks into the sky, and there's this giant asteroid—I guess—giant spaceship, something. Ship or like
2: something. an explosion yeah. thing happening and falling out of the yeah, sky. Giant
0: scary lump in the sky, and so the game just quietly just ends. And people are like, "Well, I'm gonna go home because that was really scary looking." And so uh, Lee instantly is like, "Yeah, we need to get home." Like his his mind is already fuck like, "Out of here!" I don't I don't like that. Let's go. And he hops in the car with his daughter Reagan, Mm -hmm. Reagan, 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 and um,
1: what the Um, car? They don't
2: ever actually say her name, so we're guessing on pronunciation based on IMDb.
0: Yeah. So he's in that truck, and then the mom uh, Evelyn, she's in her car with uh, the young child, the loud one in the first movie, both boys and Marcus. And so they start driving. A bus is just on the road, just driving willy nilly. And you see one of the monsters just in the bus. He's just driving the bad boy. And it's so it just, this is day one. This is when the monsters popped up out of the sky. And like a good sci-fi movie. They don't explain <laughs> what they <millions> are. Aliens
1: attack. <laughs> There's tons
0: of theories like online that the real bad guys sent those things down to just get take out as many people as they can because they're not smart and we learn later they're really not that smart Mm -hmm. and so it's like those kind of seem like drones or like you know pawns that they send in to kind of work out the strong people and then later on then the real things come down it's like cool you got rid of all those people Um, they waited a long time if that was the issue I just think that those things landed and they were like I just want to hit stuff anything makes a sound I'm going to punch it so (laughs) uh, the tax go down they meet up with uh, Hercules Mulligan. He's in this movie. Uh, he tries his best as a cop. He's, the
2: Great Oak. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's he's trying to do work. But these things are armored, just like in the first movie. And that's why all the militaries and the countries go down really fast. Because these things can take anything. And there's no visible weakness at that point. And so they're like, shit, we're going to lose this. And it flips back up to the present day. And so it connects to right at the end of the first movie, where they realize that Reagan's hearing aid,
2: brand new implant, yeah, yeah,
0: brand new implant sends off this feedback. Cochlear implant. Yeah,
2: hearing aid, cochlear implant. I'm not sure which one.
0: Yeah, mm. something fancy. She's able
2: to remove it really easily. Yeah, yeah but she does. What you can do. With but that. she does have yeah. the metal plate because she has the the second part that connects to the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that Lee was working on uh, sends out a feedback and that feedback actually opens up the monster's face because apparently it's just too much sound for him, And it, it actually reveals their creamy insides, which are susceptible to anything. <laughs> and so the mom blows one's face away with a shotgun. And then as the movie's ending, more monsters are on the way. And she's like, well, let's do this. And so uh, it just continues after that. So the mom realizes that that house is kind of busted. Like Katie brought up to me, I was like, well, the food is still good. The barn is on fire. And everything, and she was like, well, the water, the plumbing's busted. So water-wise, they, they're going to have to go somewhere for water and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're going to run then,
2: out of water very quickly because all of their, what I, what I assume is a well, because it's the quietest form oh, yeah. of getting water out of the ground, mm-hmm. is gone now. And they can't, there's no way to make that up. Like, you can't just dig another well because that would be loud as fuck and yeah. they would die, so...
0: Yeah, so Evelyn and the crew, they head out. And so Evelyn actually picks up a um, tank of air because they made that cool soundproof baby box for the baby to cry in, which is really smart, but smarter is just not to have a kid. That's the, that's the real smart thing, but, you know, what do I know? So they head off, and they enter this fenced-off area, and Evelyn actually sets off a sound alarm. It was a, a sweet little, uh, like, wire... That she hits in this. It's a
2: tripwire. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: tripwire. And it's just like fucking belt of bottles. Just, a
2: wreath of beer bottles. Yeah, just falls starts to clanging.
0: And she says, run. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're screwed. They right. start running. Marcus hits a bear trap. <laughs> so uh, they obviously have made it to someone's place that has it trapped off. Mm-hmm. And so they are kind of trapped in the corner, literally and figuratively. They free Marcus as he's screaming. One of the monsters rolls up. They actually brought a cool, like, tiny... Amplifier. Yeah, and Regina was like, I don't know how she got that working without a plug.
1: She cut the cord off, somehow it Yeah, like, literally snipped the power. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so it's some movie magic. She got this bad boy to be a portable uh, amplifier, which there are some, but it takes a whole lot of batteries, and they don't last that long. So
2: they She's actually... She's never using it for that long. True.
0: It's, like, for seconds, so... yeah.
2: Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a uh, plug-in, like, rechargeable one. And she cut the cord because it would have, like, dragged or dropped or something and made some noise. So uh, she's like, fuck it. We can't have that. When it dies, it's dead. (laughs) That's
1: reasonable. (laughs) That's fair. That's reasonable.
0: So they actually use that. So they still have their sweet-ass weapon, which is really cool. Because in horror movies, usually in one movie, if something's, like, the solution, we make it to the sequel that's not the solution anymore. They're like, well, that doesn't work anymore. And it's really- They've
2: grown immune. Yeah,
0: it's really cool that they kept it. And I was like,
1: damn,
2: ain't that
0: damnedest? Like, well, if you don't have that, there's no other, now, there's no other way to stop them. So they meet up with someone that saves them. Uh, It is Emmett. And he was an old friend from the flashback. And so he was out with his family and his wife and then they all got lost because, you know, it's a very scary world. And Emmett is very much the person of like, no, nah, I'm not I'm I'm not a good person. I'm I'm shitty. I'm I'm done trying to help. This world's screwed up. I just, just wanna sit quietly and be sad. So uh, very much in movies there's always that one person and they get fixed <laughs> turned back to the light by somebody, just calling them a dumbass enough times and they're like, you know what? I am a dumbass. I'm going to try now. So it's really nice. So on the radio, they actually hear music beyond the sea, the song. I don't know which version that was.
2: The original by Bobby Darin. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: I didn't know if it was his voice. I didn't like listen to it. So Emmett says it's been playing for four months straight. And the fact that the family didn't hear it in the first movie because Lee was actually using the radio and canvassing how far people out and trying to get any type of response back because Lee was a smart guy. um, The mountains were blocking it. So that's why he didn't hear it because if he heard that, he'd be like, No, we're going that way. <laughs> He's like, I gotta know what's over there. So Reagan realizes that it's it's gotta be a hint and there's survivors somewhere on some islands close by. And so she realizes if she can reach that radio tower, because there's a radio tower close by, if she can get there, she can put the implant there and send out that frequency everywhere, and then it'll just be a weapon for anybody. And people will catch on pretty quick enough, and it's like, oh damn, that where, where's Beyond the Sea? It's like, oh shit, that monster's freaking out with this sound. Oh, and then they'll just use it as a weapon, which is pretty smart. So she, like every cool hero in a movie, quietly leaves off by herself because <laughs> she don't need anybody. She means she's dead.
2: Well, I mean, she told her brother. <laughs> she's like. I, I'm going to go do this. You and better he, not. And he tried well, to convince her not to. And she was like, nah, bro, I'll be back in a few days. <laughs> right. Like <I'm> are, out. <laughs> We, we got to take care of this. I'm going yeah. to save all of humanity. Like, I, <laughs> I got to go.
0: Yeah. And it, 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 it was really cool to see her trying because Lee's not there. And Lee was the one that was trying to find a solution and fix things. Um, so she isn't there anymore. And so it seems like she's like, it's on me now. Like, someone's got to be that. Pushing force, yeah, yeah, and I thought that was really cool. I, I'm sad. I'm glad, not all of them were just like. I'm very sad because this movie happened right after, so they should be really torn up about like he's gone, their dad's gone, and a lot of things have changed.
2: That's why the boy didn't want her to go because it's only been a day since yeah. his dad died. So it's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> so not to mention he just had a baby brother like 12 hours ago, and his mom. Somehow, beasted a walk that was like miles long, right? Yeah. while still bleeding from her body and,
1: and like nail foot carrying
2: and... nail foot and her vagina, and carrying a box full of a baby, and like oxygen tank and a <laughs> box an of baby tank and a shotgun and a backpack <laughs> yeah. and right. the ba- like just yeah. the most all the things. This
0: family, they they're wild, the they're wild and strong.
2: So on the road.
0: She actually makes it to a boxcar and finds a first aid kit. So she's like, cool. You know, my brother, he was in a bear trap, so this will help him out.
2: And my feet are fucked up, so yeah. i will take care of those.
0: <laughs> so that actually draws one of the monsters. And so she has the cool jam box, and she's going to boombox the fuck out of him. And she shoots the shotgun and hits it, but not dead on. So the monster's fucked up, but it's still coming it her with way. she one
2: hand, because she's yeah, a fucking beast.
0: one hand shotgun and things. <laughs> and Emmett actually... Came out to save her because the mom was like,
2: "Please, please, please, please. find
0: my, find my kid." I and just
2: lost the, I was kind of sad
0: that she didn't do it, but then I just realized, oh yeah, you just had a kid, so you're physically, you're probably not up to do more traveling the and fighting. The fact that
2: she was walking normal to begin with was
1: insane. I think that if she Lord probably sat
0: down long you. enough, she'd probably be like, "I can't get back up." Yeah, probably also
1: running on her adrenaline. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, she'd probably be fucked up if she had to get up and actually. Like, try mm, yeah. afterward. So, um, so Regan and Emmett, they head off to finish the radio mission. So, while that's happening, Evelyn realizes that Marcus, at some point, is going to need more medicine and just to fix the wound up. So, she's like, hey, Marcus, I'll be back. I'm going to go back to town and get some supplies. She says it in a nice, cool, nonchalant way. Instead of just be like, hey, you'll probably die if I don't do this. So, I'll be right back. So, she tells Marcus... You got everything you need. I'll be back in a few hours. I will be back. Marcus freaks out a little bit, but he does all right. Marcus instantly leaves the safety of his the sound-ish proof room, and he starts looking around because they don't really know anything about Emmett. And then they actually find Emmett's wife's body, so he didn't like bury it, he just left it uh, upstairs somewhere. He freaks out knocks over some things. Brings a monster. So he is now running away, drags him and his baby brother into this cool boiler boiler room situation that's soundproof.
2: It reminded me of the spot where the guy dies in Saw Two where he like crawls into that. Oh furnace. yeah, the fire thing, yeah, and it and lit,
0: it lit is, up and he got burnt up.
2: Blown the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, like
0: that. So he gets trapped with the 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 baby boy. And so it's airtight. And so after a while, he's he's breathing because he's hyperventilating because he saw a monster recently, and so he's sucking all the air up, and he realizes, oh shit! So he's using the the air what's the word? oxygen tank, tank, yeah. the tank of air, and it was already dangerously low. And So they're now in trouble, <laughs> and so uh, Emmett and Regan they uh, arrive at this marina. They're by the water. Because Emmett's seen a boat, and he's like, we can use this boat, and we can get the hell out of here or something, or make it to an island, and they'll get us there faster. And they actually meet humans. Hooray! The humans are not good. Oh, no. (laughs) So they, like,
2: put a noose. Well, they see a little girl. Yeah. And And, he goes to, like, help the little girl, because he assumes that she's all alone. And the little girl, like, lets him get close enough to her so that he's, like, right up in her face. And then she throws a noose over him real quick and runs away. And then these other, like, leper people come out of the woodworks and are just, like, hanging him and about to feed him to the monsters. Yeah. Or eat him. And they're
0: about to drag drag the girl away to do not good things, I would assume.
2: Yeah, they started stripping her, so I'm going to assume the worst of the worst things.
0: So Emmett tells her to jump in the water, get ready.
2: Dive. And
0: runs toward the main, the leader of them. Ties all the cowbell sound things on him and draws monsters to them. And then that monster just mows through these bad guys, quotation mark bad Lepers, guys. Just is what I'm going to call them. eats them up really fast. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, Emi gets knocked into the water. He, well, sh- he jumps, jumps in. He jumps he in the really water. Cool he's
2: like, no, nah, I'm not about to get eaten by these motherfuckers.
0: And so uh, while he's in the water, he makes noise. And one of the monsters dives into the water to get him. And then the monster can't swim. And it drowns. And he he's like, oh. Ain't that about a bitch? Uh, one of the monsters hops on a boat and it's like kind of like listening for him and they scoot away and they actually make it to the island where they realize there are people, normal people, <laughs> people that don't want to eat them and or rape them, and they they realized early on when the attacks were happening that these monsters can't swim, and so the national guard were shipping them off to islands because that's obviously super duper safe, and people. Are stupid. So while they were waiting on the boats, they see one boat get away, and then people start pushing and getting loud, because that's what people do, because no one thinks about everybody, they just think about themselves, and that causes a lot of people to die. So only two boatful of people made it to that island, which is probably still a ton of people, but compared to the 12 that they were wanting to do, that's nothing. So while they're on the island, they make their way, well, before that, Emmett sees the boat that that monster was on, so it has drifted over to the island, unfortunately, and there's a monster on the island, monster starts just punching and cutting everybody in sight, well, not in sight, in hearing range, (laughs) because everybody's screaming, even though they know what these things are and what they do, like, everybody just hands to their mouth, like, oh, shit, so, uh, the leader of the island, and Emmett and Regan, they head to the radio tower, and the leader, which does something really stupid, I didn't understand it, they open it up and he's like, my family's back there. He's like, what if the thing didn't follow us? I gotta go back. Like, And he gets snatched up by the monster that was following him. I was like, "Just come on, man. Just, so dumb. It was, it's such a waste of a person. Right. And so they head inside and they're at the radio station and so Regan actually plugs in her implant into the radio and plugs it in and it just the feedback hits, and so she kills her monster, while that was happening, um, the implant hits the radio waves, and then Marcus, uh, because he has headphones into the radio that they have, playing Beyond the Sea, takes out the headphones, sweet, feedback, and so the mom got back, and she's trying to protect both of the sons, uh, not doing a good job, because these things are indestructible, and they have no real sound thing, and so, The feedback goes through the radio, and Marcus is actually able to kill his monster. And so the family did it. Hooray, family. They're really good at this. And then the movie ends. (laughs) So they, uh, Regan was actually able to get her plan done. She wanted to get the implant on the radio so everybody could hear that feedback and use it as a weapon. So we'll see if they come up with a part three. um, I hope so. I, I really hope. It's, it's damn good. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in A Quiet Place Part 2?
2: I think I'm going to take everybody's, and it was Regan, uh, of course. She was a fucking badass in this movie. She was pretty cool in the first movie as well, um, but she definitely had to grow up a bit um, from the beginning of the movie to where it ended, she was not sure of herself in the first film, yeah. and really scared, and she felt really guilty about what had happened to her younger brother at the beginning of the first film, and
0: oh, yeah, she had, to get past that. Yeah. Yeah, she,
2: had to, she had hurdles to overcome, and at the end of the first movie, she kind of comes into her own with the uh, with her implant. And being able to freak out this one monster that's stalking them in the basement. And it, it really changes her character all, like, forever. In this movie, she's basically a superhero. Mm-hmm. She goes on this mission all by herself to save the world, essentially. She's not just like, yeah, let's just, we'll just mow them down as we walk through the world. No, she's like, we gotta get to a fucking radio station so we can broadcast this sound everywhere and Mm -hmm. kill all these motherfuckers like she's ready and she just crushes it like the acting is incredible she is so good and i just loved her character arc throughout this movie like she was super brave and even when shit went bad like there was a moment there where she thought that eli What's the guy's name? Emmett. Emmett, sorry that Emmett had left her, and she just has this like really heartbreaking like uh, breakdown scene, and she's like crying silently, like huddled in a little ball on the ground. And he comes up to her, and she's just like, "Fuck, Whew, okay, that's over. Let's go. Let's fucking yeah. go. We <laughs> got we gotta get we gotta get to the boats." So she was my favorite. She was a fucking
1: badass, Regina. Agreed. <laughs> um. Yes, I originally had Reagan. Um, but I'll switch it up to Marcus. I I do appreciate his growth in this as yeah. well. <laughs> he did some growth. Um, yeah, because you know, in that first movie. He's very uh, reserved, and, you know, he's, like, he doesn't want to do things. He doesn't want to get out there. He's he's scared, you yeah. know, like, rightfully so. He right. was, like,
2: sick or something in the first movie, too. He right. had, like...
1: Which they don't really touch on
2: no, much. No, he needed, like, a medicine and needed Oh, yeah, that's lofts. why they went
1: out that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That was, like, one of the first things they grabbed in the store. Yeah. And um, I don't know
2: if it was, like, a this is a sickness or an illness I've had forever that I constantly need refills for, or if he was just like fighting a cold or something and needed new medicine. They never yeah, talked about it, and in this one he's just not sick anymore.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that he, he definitely develops a little more as a character, and and um, just in terms of like him protecting his family and, and looking out for his family, you know, like for most of this he ends up Watching his younger brother? Yes. The boy? Um, You know, his younger brother. I mean, one, because he got hurt, but also, you know, like everybody else is now off trying to take care of things. And, um, you know, he's still scoping out, you know, he leaves the protection of this space that they're staying in and he's like, you know, scoping out the area they're in. He ends up, you know, barricading him and his little brother when things, you know, turn bad. And then at the very end of it, you know, he gets this boost from Reagan, right? He hears this radio signal, right? Um, And as soon as he hears that... um, Now he has superpowers. Yeah, like, like, cool, all right, I got this. I'm going to help you out, Mom. Like, you know, and he makes his way out of that furnace, you know, and he's like... Just the, the that walk up to the monster, yep. like grabbing yep. that revolver and just like, you know, it it's a nice change yeah. um, from where he was in that first one where it's like he didn't even want to go fishing. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. He was scared of everything. Right, right. I mean, reasonable. Mm. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so like, I, there's nothing to be scared of. Uh no. There's a lot to be scared yeah. of, Dad. Scary
0: monster things out there to just punch us and we die. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, there's a lot of growth there and I I appreciate that for yeah. him as a character.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'm I'm on the Reagan train. Also, though I put a little slash and I'm gonna show Katie just so I didn't cheat. Uh so I wrote Flashback Lee. Like I said, John John Krasinski. This man knows nothing about these monsters. The second he run into this restaurant, he looks at his daughter and goes shh he's like, I don't know why. But if we're quiet, they won't fucking see us. And I mean, it's they a, do it's just tra-
2: a good idea. Yeah, and when you're hiding good. from something, you be quiet, right? And, and then if some there's dude, a killer in your
1: house. Yeah, you shut the fuck up. Some dude's like
0: <laughs> babbling, and he puts his hand to his mouth, and he's like, shakes his head. He's like, you gotta be quiet, bud. <laughs> his dirty hand yeah. that he was cutting up the more with. He's just he's so cool. Oh man, I'm so sad that he died. He is such a cool character because he's like he's he's ready to just. Save everybody because his daughter's in there. So everyone's got to stay alive to make sure she stays alive. Yeah. So he's like, I will save all of y'all to make sure she's, she makes it through this. And so uh, it's always cool to see him. I'm sad that, well.
2: He'll probably have a
1: flashback. Well, there's some more the flashbacks
0: because there's like at least 300 days before the first movie started. So yeah. they got more cushion. We and I, that's probably a reason why they did it like that. Yeah. Just in case. For the like, third
2: movie so we can get flashbacks of how they... Started farming and building their house. Yeah, up, I want to. I, wanna, I just want to see
0: up. more of him just living and fighting. So when I got gonna that's see him. interesting with the kids. Yeah,
1: because the kids are getting older, right? Yeah, you know, that's the problem. Do to do that. Either. Yeah, that's the
0: problem with movies like this. Either you make a couple in a row or. Time jump. <laughs> right. It's like it's been ten years. I'm like, yeah.
1: Shoot some extra footage.
0: Yeah, they're grown <laughs> <drunk> up <laughs> <ass laughs> people. It for a while.
2: Well, the girl definitely changed between the first movie and the second movie, but they did a pretty good job at the, making her look young, mm-hmm. like just as young as she was in the first yeah. movie. The but they got couldn't. Taller. They couldn't do it with the brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The little boys, like, there's a big difference between like eleven and thirteen. Yeah. And that's like.
0: Yeah, he got big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But, but they got it. They got to go quick if they're. If they're going to keep going it's with probably this. probably going to be a time jump with the next one. Because he will be way too big. Mm-hmm. Like, from 13, by the time they finish it, 15 is my guess. Unless they filmed him back to back. Like
0: nah. Bet there's going to be a jump in time. It's, it's, it's easier like that. Yeah. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character in this movie?
2: The lepers. Yeah, they were poop. Yep. Um, not only because they were trying... Well, I call them lepers. I don't actually know if they were lepers. They were fucked up, and I'm gonna assume that's because they weren't eating properly. Like we're eating people. Yeah. So cannibals, <laughs> lepers. I don't, I don't know what Probably they were. fucking people. horrible people. Um, not just because they were gross and trying to question mark rape Reagan and also eat, uh, or whatever Emmett. they were. Yeah, they were sacrificing Emmett, but because they used a like four-year-old girl as bait right like that's fucking horrible
0: well, it gets all the people that care to get close and i know so. it was
2: effective sadly but horrible yeah. like you are a shit person if you use a child as bait mm-hmm Ugh. they were shit people fuck the lepers regina <laughs>
1: Agreed. Um, I chose the monsters because fuck those things. Yeah, <laughs> <So> like, uh, <laughs> they are the reason that they're dealing with the situation altogether. Um, but also the lepers. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, we so, wouldn't have a movie without the monsters. Yeah, so right. I do understand that. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I wrote down loud people. Uh, when they got to the <laughs> island, and one monster popped up, given they'd probably gone hundreds of days without seeing one of them they're like we're doing good man i can be out here i can yell and just be safe and then one of the monsters pops up they're like ah shut up you right. know what draws them and people are just running giving it's scary i don't want to be next to it but this thing is just it's it it can't see so it's just going off a of sound someone screams like punch ah, over there ah. and so it's just jumping at all these people that are running and it's just like shit y'all just didn't remember what these things can do and only thing I can think of is maybe these people are the ones that didn't really get to see them, and they were just oh. in line waiting for the the, the boat ride, and they're like, no, those they saw are,
2: That's why everybody died. Yeah, those yeah that's
0: well, why only
1: two boats, boats didn't make it or know, whatever. It just
0: yeah. they seem very not ready to see. One I don't of those think things. it was.
2: Well, it was the shock because they have not oh, yeah. seen one in oh, a whole year basically, and. It's also a gut reaction. Like, oh, true. The reason that Emily Blunt's family, the whole family, was so good at being quiet under pressure is because they have, they're used to this. <laughs> they had all these like trip, like traps and shit, set up at their farm in the first movie to prepare them for if these things were wandering around. Right. They had, you know, fireworks set up so that they could distract them on this side and all these, this sand everywhere so that they didn't make a sound when they walked all the way into town. Like, they were prepared because they've, they had a whole year to prepare. They've seen these things up close constantly. So they knew, if this shit gets in my face, don't make a fucking sound, barely move, don't do anything. Everybody else on this island thing hasn't seen them in a year. And your gut reaction when a monster is coming towards you is not to stay quiet and not move. Like, if that big-ass monster was coming towards me, I promise you I'm not just going to stand still and, like, quiet. I'm screaming and running. Like, (laughs) fuck all the things I was taught or, like, (laughs) learned about these monsters and how they react to sound. That's horrific, and I'm running. Yeah. Like.
0: No, I, I, I get it. Trust me. I get it, but.
2: Yeah. It sucks.
0: Loud like, people. They made
2: mistakes, for yeah, sure.
0: Loud people got them jacked up on that island. But, yeah. mm-hmm. like I said, it's reasonable. Okay. So, the minority kill count. I only saw two. Gotcha. So, Hercules Mulligan and. Three. What do you got?
2: So, there was Hercules Mulligan. Uh, Jamon Hansu. And the guy that was pulling up the bucket in the well. He was the very first one to die.
1: Well, and the two that were in the um, the girl whose phone rang. And the boyfriend. Yeah, and the boyfriend that's five. <laughs> yep. Five. <laughs> so, so our minority five. comes out five.
0: So now we are at 140. So Regina, we started this episode one. Mm. I just kept counting the minorities in the movies. <laughs> and so we're at 140. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: We are 159 movies in only at 140
1: hmm.
0: but I mean that's a minority so it's not that many in the movies but oh and then there's one little T because the last movie we watched it had a a turtle animatronic turtle that spoke Spanish and so it was like he's a minority
2: Tito the turtle
0: yeah yeah. And he got beat count- up he was killing people so he got beat up rightfully couldn't fully, decide so. if it counted
2: or not so, so we just
0: put a little T on the side gotcha so let's do seven word synopsis I only have one because I was enjoying the movie so mine is, I am nothing like him. You are, so Emmett is talking to Reagan, and Reagan's really worried that that like Emmett's trying to take that place of Lee, like her dad and stuff. And it's like, which is I'm, weird
2: because they were only together for like two minutes. Yeah, when she
0: says this. <laughs> well, and then like Emmett's like, Nah, man, I'm nothing like your dad. I'm. I'm bitch like your dad's awesome like you are a lot like your dad i thought that was really cool and she really needed that because she was really worried that someone was just going to take his place which i mean she's a little kid so or middle kid ish
2: she's a teenager yeah
0: so i i get that i get that part and like i'm not taking anybody's place man i'm just trying not to die out here yeah so i thought that was really cool uh katie
2: i have three dumb decisions gave that baby brain damage Oh, the
0: air, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the mom left to go take care of her family. Basically, she had to run to the store, which was forever miles away. And she had to go get medicine for her kid who got the bear trap on his foot. And she had to go get extra oxygen so that they could keep carrying that baby around without it making hella noise. And, okay, sure, you got things you got to do, but your kids are fucked up. So, whatever. Then, the brother just, like, fucking goes and wandering and exploring throughout this Mm -hmm. warehouse, which was, like, a smart idea, I guess, but, like, you could have waited, bro, because he just leaves his little brother in this- this baby, helpless baby, in this fucking wood box with the oxygen on his face- And by the time he gets back down there, the oxygen is almost out. This baby is crying. And then they shove themselves into a fucking furnace, which was smart because they did save themselves. Yeah. But they accidentally shut it all the way so there's no fucking air in there. And they're sharing the last tiny dregs of oxygen from this oxygen tank. So this baby is screaming and crying and like getting the tiny, teeny tiniest amount of oxygen. That baby's got brain damage. You fucked that kid up. <laughs> Mistakes. Okay. Sorry. How did his leg bone not break? Mm-hmm. Um. Well,
0: sometimes with bear traps, uh, it won't do that. It just kind of eats up all the meat around the bone, and that's kind of it. Sometimes yes. they will snap them, but I- I've yes. seen bear traps just on kind
2: of- a bear.
0: I've seen coyotes and wolves get in there and their leg is still good, but it's jacked up.
2: Wolves weigh 500 pounds? I know, I know, I know. This child was 75 pounds maybe? His (laughs) fucking leg would have snapped. Like, there's no fucking way this little kid's leg would have survived that bear trap. His, like... I don't think his leg would have been cut off, but his bone would have broke. Like, there's... It would have broke. The tension in a bear trap, it just, it's not possible. Okay, and then my last one, Reagan made Scarecrow turn into good guy. He did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Yes. Emmett is played by... Uh, Cillian Murphy? Cillian Murphy, who is Scarecrow in the Batman Begins He's that trilogy. dude with the nice
0: eyes. In all his movies, he always shows off his eyes.
2: He's also in Inception and Red Eye and all sorts of other things. Quarantine. No, what's that movie? What's the one we watched? Twenty-eight days later. Twenty-eight days later. Mm. Yeah, he was. Another it was good. Zombie movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a
0: running zombie. So. He yeah, a lot of biting and running. Oh, it was word. weird seeing yeah. him in this
2: in this film because he didn't have the slick back hair and he wasn't like clean shaven like he always. Yeah, is. we were talking about that. <laughs> he looked He's like not a all bum. <laughs> he looked like a bum instead of like dapper, silly, and <laughs> in <laughs> the
0: flashback he looked like a bum. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: He sure did. He, he was did a bum get, this whole movie. <laughs> he didn't get
0: better. He got worse.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, Regina. Uh, I also have three. Um, so my first one is creep walking while battling monsters and hiding mm-hmm. yep. um, my second one is silent is the only way to travel Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. third one is uh, audiologically gifted monsters fuck shit up 472 or 24 yep. <laughs> 7 however you want to yeah. spit it you know <laughs> yeah. but yeah I like that that was great
0: okay this film came out May twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. It would have came out way before that, but COVID nineteen. So, what do you guys think the budget for Quiet Place Part Two was, Katie? Twenty million. Twenty million, Regina. Let
1: mm, to go
0: twenty five. Twenty five, and Regina with the Price is Right, she did it.
1: Hey. The budget
0: was <laughs> around fifty five to sixty million bucks.
1: bucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, I guess there's Damn, a lot more monsters. There's double. a lot
1: more
2: monsters. More
0: scenes. Days.
1: True.
2: Uh,
0: more locations and a stuff. Lot more monsters. So. Okay,
2: well, I'm gonna change my box office idea. Then.
0: Yeah. No, I'm
1: not. I'm not even gonna change it because it was COVID.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Fuck.
0: So, Katie, what do you think the box office was?
1: Does that count with streaming stuff or just box office? Uh, what release? I saw,
0: I think it, it's just everything. Like,
1: streaming? were the theaters open? At this Some point? theaters were
2: open in May. The problem with streaming is that they don't count money. Right. Like, there's no proportion or okay. s- like, section of money that goes towards it. Okay. Because streaming services just play like a fat fee. Pay a flat fee. That's what I was trying to say. Um, okay, so you said it was 56 million? 55
0: to 61.
2: Uh, 80 million. 80 go million. Go up a little bit from my original guess. Regina.
0: I'm gonna
1: say he's- I'm
0: gonna go seventy five. Seventy
1: five. That's
2: what I originally said in my like notes. And yeah. I was like,
0: oh. Well, Regina, you should have did what you did in the first round was go up a little bit. Oh. Because the <laughs> box office was two hundred and ninety seven oh, million. What?
1: what the fuck hell? Even with COVID.
0: <laughs> this movie did, I was leading more towards the COVID. Did great. So in the US and Canada, it did hundred and sixty million. Okay. And then just everywhere else hundred and thirty seven million bucks. So, yeah, fucking hell. Everybody
2: I know that everybody saw everybody it. I know that it, I know, it, know that yeah. everybody wanted to see it and was ex- like hyped for this movie, but because of theaters and how everything like the sl- very slow transition into like things opening up, that's crazy to me that it made over 100 million dollars. That it made over 200 million. Like that's in- fucking insane. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Shang-Chi just made tr- just passed the 200 million mark. Yeah. That's nuts.
0: And I think it came out in May. I don't know. It's. There were always. It was moments. in theaters
2: for a long time. Yeah. Because the stuff that they dropped right at the beginning, when the theaters were first opening, they left in the theaters for a really long time yeah. because they wanted everything to, like. So
0: it had that to bonus. Give lots
2: of, of people a chance yeah, to see it of because being all there. of the theaters had, like, limited COVID seating.
0: Yeah. Mm. So probably if it you know, stayed the normal length of a movie, probably wouldn't have been that much, but the fact that it was just there for a while, it just was easier. But no. Everyone enjoyed this movie. Yeah. they were like, this movie's great.
2: It was really good. And it made
0: its money. Yeah, so it was good. It was good. <laughs> um, yeah, if
2: it was non COVID we wouldn't this movie probably would have made five hundred million. A so, lot. Uh
0: in twenty twenty of November, uh Paramount Pictures, they hired um, someone to write and direct a spin off based on this John is gonna produce it so he'll be there to make sure they don't screw it up uh but we'll we'll see about that spin-off so it's probably gonna be that world and just other people dealing with it and then Emily blunt revealed that John has an idea for a third movie
2: well yeah she's got to save the world
0: yeah so this was she in saved May this
2: little section of her yeah life now she gotta save the whole world
0: yeah so this was in May of 2021. That she's like, exciting. well, my husband's got an idea. So we'll see where that goes. No one's going to say no to him. So if he's like, this is what I got, they're like, okay, whatever. Like- I don't know what the
2: plan is for the show. Um, obviously, I don't work in fucking television. But if I had, if my opinion could be heard, and I'm going to put it out there in the world, it would be really cool to see how other parts of the world, not just yes. the United States, were affected by this. Yes, mm-hmm. Like, you don't necessarily have to pick, like, a country and just follow, you know three people from that country. Like, around It would be country. really fucking cool if you did, like, episodic. Yeah. Like, okay, episode one, we're seeing how Mexico, the, like, this one town in Mexico is dealing with it. In episode two, we're seeing how this village in China is dealing with it. and yeah, Like, that would be fucking yeah, cool. I see just people all over the world, it. how differently it affects them based on, you know, where they live and how they live and just... It'd be fucking cool. Yeah.
0: That'd be pretty sweet. I would watch a show like that.
2: Yeah. I don't need to see, like, I don't need to see the same person every episode. Yeah, because they're
0: going to make someone that looks like John Krasinski and his family. Uh, Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. Hey, you want some more of that? I'm like, I do, but it's not the same person, right? yeah. Just put
2: that shit in flashbacks, and then, for the show, make it completely different. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's the magic of a spinoff, man. You don't have to follow that road. Take that left turn. So well, they
2: could do what... What's that show that Daniel Radcliffe is in?
0: Oh, um... um damn with, it. With...
2: Um, Where every season Steve it Buscemi. Yeah.
0: Not good people.
2: It's something like that. Yeah. um, That show. They should do something like that show. Like, this season we're gonna follow... It's gonna be these ten actors. We're gonna go bounce back and forth between these three countries. And the next season, it's gonna be the same three, ten actors, but we're gonna go... Three other countries, and we're gonna like let's see it or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, it, it's a cool idea. And like I said, with sci fi, they can add you do little tidbits and stuff because John's gonna produce, so he like
2: expensive ass show yes, it with is. those monsters. <laughs> uh, That's where all this budget came from because oh. it wasn't paying these actors, <laughs> nah. there was only like seven people in this film. Oh, right? yeah, so
0: they, they, they got their nice, cozy money. It's just like, no, we gotta make those things look good, so yeah, um, but yeah, no, so there is a future to this. And hopefully, it's a good future. Because, I mean, the, they got past the sequel fear for me. So, part three can only just they make me happy. They yeah. couldn't fuck it up. They
2: couldn't fuck it up. Oh, now. They've the worst already...
0: it'll be is just be like, that wasn't bad. Yeah, because it's not going to be like, two, it's terrible. Two awesome yeah. movies
2: they can't just, put out. A... Just
0: follow that track. Just keep going that way. So,
2: yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, that was A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, Go
2: watch it. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic.
0: A damn good sequel.
2: It's on Paramount Plus.
0: Yes, and in, in the horror genre, a sequel, it's kind of hard to do it's a good one. It's risky. Yes.
2: Let me tell you. <laughs> but
0: uh, I will tell you, our next couple episodes, uh, we're going to talk about another sequel that just came out. And uh, it was damn good. So, um, it's tough. It's tough. So, uh, yeah. If you have any other cool fun facts about John Krasinski's beard and how he should be Mr. Fantastic, he really should be. I agree. And M- Emily Blunt should be... Uh,
2: Susan Storm. Yeah, 100%. I agree.
0: Give them all the money, Marvel. You can tweet us at
2: Alan Tumpod.
0: We have an email. It is
2: AlanTumPresents at gmail dot com. We have a
0: Facebook at
2: Alan Tump Presents. Hey,
0: the episodes are on Facebook. So is this anytime we post them, they pop up. You can listen to them on there. It's really cool. Really complicated because it's like a beta. Yeah. It's very complicated for us, but it's easy for you to listen.
2: Don't forget to like us on Facebook, subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a rating because that helps us out and lets more people know what we're about and see, you know, pop up in their recommendations.
0: Yes. So uh, the artwork, Studio Fitas, thank you for the Salty Terrell picture. It's damn good. So, um, yeah. Thank you for listening. This, I mean, we got... Twenty. We
2: got a lot more days. 25
0: more episodes. So like I said, I really enjoy the set list that we came up with. It's constantly been being changed because people Tweet. like, I can Gotta do this, it. I can do that. So we're fixing it. So thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, bye guys. Ooh.
1: Bye. bye. bye.